Hello, how you doing? Do you have your coffee or your tea? Today is going to be one of those conversations in which you're going to want to have your beverage handy and maybe a little something to write on. So I'm going to give you a minute to go and do that and I'll talk to you in a second. Hi, welcome to Sincerely Speaking. I'm Marcia Amaro, your self-leadership coach. Now what that means is I'm here to help you rediscover your calling, tap into your greatest potential and strengths, and eliminate those things that keep getting in your way and in the way of your success. So whatever success looks like to you, whether it is in your career, in your business, in your relationships, or in your life in general, I'm here to help you get out of your own way, remove the obstacles, and elevate all of your life to the next level. If you're ready to see everything that you're capable Love and see what your life can look like, I invite you to head on over to marciamara.com and set up a 30-minute clarity and confidence call where we will talk about your mission, your vision, your goals, the things that you're here on this planet to create, what might be getting in the way up until now, and some actionable, amazing ways to get out of your own way to eliminate all those obstacles and reach the level of success that you've been dreaming of. Are you ready? Are you ready for the next level? Then stick around to this conversation of Sincerely Speaking and then head on over to marciomara.com and schedule your 30-minute call. Can't wait to meet you in person. Chat soon. So, (laughs) I hope you got your beverage. I still have my coffee handy and something to write on. Today, we're going to dive into something that a lot of people don't want to talk about, that very few people out there are even mentioning, at least in the right way, but that I think is going to make the biggest difference in where we get to as 2023 comes to an end and we start 2024. Now, in the last couple of episodes, I've been trying to work through, or my intention, I should say, has been to work through some of the things that might actually help us propel the end of 2023 into the stratosphere, like go to another level, get to whatever it is that we've been envisioning and imagining for ourselves and for our lives in a way that we haven't felt as possible before, right? And so I'm excited to talk about commitment today. And commitment, like I said, is something that a lot of people don't touch, they don't really talk about because it's uncomfortable, because we don't want to think about commitment. Commitment can be scary, right? When you commit to something, you are basically saying no to everything else. And that can be frightening. FOMO is real. And we all experience it at one point or another. But what I want to talk to you about today is the power of actually making real commitments and what real commitments look like. And commitments can come in all shapes and sizes, right? It can be as simple as committing to a task. It can be committing to a person, to a relationship. It can be committing to an outcome. But regardless of how you look at commitment, without true commitment, without true commitment, we will more often than not fall short of our destination of where we want to go. So today on Cecilia Speaking, we're going to dive deep into what commitment is, how do we recognize when we're actually committing to something versus kind of saying that we're going to do something and not really committing, and what that actually does for whatever destination it is that we want to reach to, right? So buckle up. Get ready to take some notes because today on Sincerely Speaking, we're talking about the power of commitment. Are you ready? Then let's go. When I was in my early 20s, I gained a lot of weight. 
when I tell you a lot of weight, it was a lot of weight. I am five feet tall <laughs> and I got close to weighing 200 pounds. And I mean, I'm not talking about body image. I'm talking about health. I'm talking about not feeling well. I'm talking about the fact that at one point in my history, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. So my self-worth, my self-esteem, everything that had to do with me moving forward and doing life the way I knew I was meant to do it was affected by this weight gain that I had experienced, right? And I had tried many, many things along the years, yo-yo dieting, going up and down in weight and losing and gaining it back. And all this was part of my experience for most of my 20s. Then one day, I realized through a story that I'll tell you probably at some other time, but I realized that I could not ask anybody else to love and value me if I didn't love and value myself. And part of that for me was losing the weight that I had gained. Yeah. So I made a commitment to lose the weight. And within six months, I had dropped almost 70 pounds, almost 70 pounds. That's a huge amount of weight to lose in six months. But what made the difference, and I had lost weight before, I had tried diets before, I had done a million different things before, but what made the most, the biggest difference that time when I actually lost the weight was that I made a commitment to take off the weight and to keep it off. And many years later, to this day, I have not gained all of it back. Have I gained a little bit? Yeah, maybe, but I lose it right back. I went through two pregnancies and I didn't gain any weight during my pregnancies at all. I actually lost weight during my pregnancies, but we can talk about that later as well. But the point I'm trying to make is that until I made the commitment, until I made the commitment that this time it was going to be different, that this time there was no other choice, that this time I was going to continue until I got to my destination, nothing really moved in a permanent direction, right? Same thing with starting my business. When I said I wanted to start a business, I was in my 20s also. And I tried this thing and that thing, network marketing. And I tried a million and a half different things. And I would try them for a little bit. And uh, no, this isn't for me. And then I would try something else. And uh, 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 no. Right? So I would try things. I would dabble in things. But it wasn't until I made a commitment that I was going to build my business and build it the right way that I started making headway in the right direction. Right? Not that I'm where I want to be yet. I'm working towards it. Right? But I have made progress in building and scaling my business because I am committed to making my business not just profitable, not just successful in the traditional sense of things, but I want to make my business impactful, powerfully impactful. I want my business to be a catalyst for positive change in the world. I want my business to be the catalyst for eliminating disconnect in the world and miscommunication in the world. And so I'm starting movements and programs and trends that will lead to that because that is my commitment. Before I'm gone from this planet, I will have made some sort of progress in eliminating discord and disconnect from the planet. That's my goal. That's my commitment, right? So what is it exactly that makes the difference? Why is commitment such an important and such a powerful thing for us to engage in and for us to do whatever our destination gets to be. And before we go there, let me pause and add a little parenthesis, right? We cannot commit to 20,000 things. 
Let me say that again. We cannot commit to 20,000 things, right? It's similar with setting priorities. If we have 20 priorities, we don't have any priorities. If you have more than three priorities, you have too many. You can't prioritize 20,000 things. Same thing with commitment. Commitment and priorities go hand in hand, and you will see that in a minute. But when you are committing to something, right, you have to decide what is the most important commitment that you're going to start with. That is not to say that you can't add other commitments later on and work on different commitments at different times. Yes, of course you can. But we are going to focus on working on one maximum two commitments at a time. That is it. Because if we have more than two or three commitments, even three is too many. If we have more than two commitments, then we are not going to be able to put the energy, the focus and the attention into that commitment that it requires in order to move forward, right? So before we move on and before we start talking about what commitment is not, what commitment is and how we can create that commitment, it's important to understand that we cannot, cannot, be fully committed to more than two things. Not going to happen, right? Now, that is not to say that you don't have priorities that you're working towards that are not necessarily directly related to that commitment. But to tell the truth, if your priorities and your commitment don't work in conjunction with each other, don't have some sort of coherence, are not congruent with each other, then you're not going to reach that commitment and you're probably going to suffer in your priorities as well. But we'll talk more about that in a minute. All right. So first, before we dive into commitment and how to elevate it and the power of commitment, let's talk about what commitment is not. Because I think we get confused sometimes with what commitment really is. And we think that we're committed to, th to things because we have these other things in place, but we're not really committed yet. All right. So a commitment is not a goal. Setting a goal, as smart as it might be, as amazing and as big as it might be, as strong of a pull as that goal might have, as determined as you might be to reach that commitment, commitment and goal are not the same thing. If you don't believe me, think about how, what percentage of the goals you set for yourself you actually achieve. And that goes for me too, right? What percentage of the goals we set do we actually achieve? And we are told that we don't achieve them because we are not setting smart enough goals, because they're not specific enough, because we're not measuring the right thing, because we're not time bound enough, whatever. We are given 20 million excuses and reasons as to why we don't reach those goals. The truth of the matter is that we don't reach those goals because we weren't committed to them. They were nice to have. They were things we thought we wanted, right? There were things that would be pretty or convenient to have, but they were not true commitments. And that gets, start thinking about that before we dive into what commitment actually is, right? So commitment is not a goal. A commitment is also not a wish. Commitment is also not a wish. And that I think is pretty self-explanatory. If you're just wishing for something, if you're just desiring something, if you're just wanting something, that is not even actionable, right? When you wish for or desire or want something, that's not even actionable. It's not even something that you can grab onto and go do. Oh, I wish, I wish I was five, seven. <laughs> Never gonna happen because I'm five feet tall, 
right? I wish I was, I had green eyes. I could put contact lenses in. Doesn't mean I have green eyes, right? So wishes are these things that we're like, oh, it would be so nice. Or we daydream about, or we think about, oh, life would be so much easier if we had, or it would be so nice if, right? But wishing, desiring, and wanting is not committing, right? And finally, a choice is not a commitment, right? Now you have to choose to commit, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But when you talk about a choice, that means that there's other choices. If you have a choice, then you have several choices. And if you have more than one, then it's not a commitment. Make sense? So committing is not Setting a goal is not wishing or desiring or dreaming about. And it's not just saying, well, out of these choices, this is the one I'm choosing now, but I know that I have all these other choices around. That is not commitment. And those are things that we confuse with commitment. Like we say, okay, I'm picking this choice. I'm committing to it. No, you're not. You're just picking one out of a myriad of other choices. And you know somewhere in the back of your mind that you could go back and pick another choice later if you want. That is not commitment, right? What commitment is, is when this thing becomes the only option. There's nothing else. There's no other possibility. There's no other choice. There's no other alternative. There's no other option. I already said that, right? There's no other way to go. There's no other way to proceed except for to do this thing that we committed to. That's what a commitment is. It's the only, the only option, right? It's the firmest decision or the firmest choice you will ever make. So yes, at some point you choose this, but once you choose it, once you say, okay, this is it, then it is the firmest decision you will ever make to the point that you cut away any other possibility. In fact, that's what decision means, is to cut away. So when you are committing, you are making the firmest decision or choice you will ever make, the firmest one. There's no other alternative after you make this decision. The clearest uh, example I can give you, actually there's two, is first getting married, right? When I put on this ring, when I said I do, when I accepted my husband's proposal for marriage, I made a firm commitment to him that he was going to be the only man I was ever going to be with ever again. What that meant was that I no longer entertained any other option but him because I made a commitment, right? And in this day and age, that is hard to grasp and it's hard to understand, right? Because we think, oh, you can always get a divorce, you can always... That is not what most of us think when we're getting married. At least I hope it's not. We think, okay, this is it. This is the person, the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. This is the person that I'm going to be going to bed with and waking up with every day for the rest of my life or most every day for the rest of my life, right? This is the only option that I have. So it's the firmest decision. Did I get to pick from a number of guys? Yeah, but he's the one. That was my decision. And once I said, I do, to my husband, did I notice that there were handsome guys around? Yeah. Did I notice that there were 
nice guys around? Yeah. Did I notice that there were smart guys around? Of course. Did I notice all these things? Of course. But my decision, my commitment was so firm that I never for a second entertained saying, okay, I'm letting go of this one and picking this one now, <laughs> right? Because it was a firm, the firmest decision. It was a commitment. It was something that I wasn't going to let go of, at least not easily, right? The other example of commitment is when you get pregnant and you're getting close to delivery day, right? You're committed to delivering that baby one way or another. It could be C-section, it could be, but you're committed. Once that baby says, I'm coming out, there's no other option. There's no other decision to be made. It's coming out one way or another, right? So those are two examples, right? To kind of get your mind wrapped around the idea of what a commitment is. When there is a commitment, there is no other choice. It's the firmest decision. It's the firmest option. There's nothing else, right? And the other thing that a commitment is, is a certainty, it's a certainty. And I know we live in a world where we want to think, think that there's no certainty around anything. But when you make a commitment, you are certain to get to that destination, whatever that might be. You are going to accomplish this thing. You might have some stumbling blocks. You might have some obstacles. You will probably have some challenges. You might feel like quitting. <laughs> but you are certain because you're committed that you're eventually going to get to whatever it is that you committed to, right? So the example of my business, I said before, I'm not exactly where I would like to be. Am I going to get there? You bet your butt I am because I am committed to getting to where I want to get to, right? It's not just a nice to have. It's not just a dream. It's not just an idea. It's not just an illusion. I am certain that I'm going to get there because I am committed to doing whatever I need to do in order to get there to finding the resources, to doing the actions, to finding the connections, to doing the collaborations, to getting the million no's before the yeses, to doing whatever I need to do in order to get there, right? So when we're talking about commitment, we're talking about this idea of there's no other choice, there's no other option, right? You've probably heard the uh, example of burning the boats, and we are going to talk more about burning the boats in a minute, but it's burning the boats. It's knowing that there's no other choice. There's no other alternative, right? So when we are making a commitment, the reason why there's power behind commitment is that it removes from your uh, sphere of possibility any other alternative. It removes excuses. It removes standing still. It removes not doing. It removes inaction. It removes um, settling for anything other than what you committed to. Yes. So when you commit to something, you know that there is this future that is going to take place because you're not going to stop until you get there. Because there's nothing that can get in your way, right? If you're a parent, just think about wanting to get to your child when something is going on. I remember a while back, uh, this is probably 15 years ago, my daughter was at school and there was this terrible thing going on in the community and there were riots and there were all these things happening. It was bad. It was really, really bad. And nothing was going to stop me until I got to my kid, let me tell you. 
not a single thing was going to stop me until I got to my kid. I was ready to beat people up. I was ready to be shot at. I was ready to whatever. Nothing was going to stop me until I got to my kid, right? So that is what commitment looks like. It's nothing is going to stop you. Things will get in the way, but they're not going to stop you, right? And that's the power behind it. It's the understanding that once I am fully committed, then I am going to get there one way or another, right? So how, how do we commit? How do we get to that space of commitment? Let me ask you a question before I explain that. Have you ever been at an airport, for example? It happens a lot on airports or at a mall. It happens at a lot of malls too, but mostly at airports. And you're walking to your gate or whatever, or you're just sitting there, and this person walks towards you or past you with such intention and with such drive and with such force that you see people getting out of the way. It's like parting the Red Sea, right? This person is just walking with determination, their gaze fixed forward. They're not stopping for anything. They're moving quickly and decidedly. And people are getting out of the way left and right. They're just moving. And as they come towards you, you're like, oh my gosh, I better get out of the way too. Because you see that they are ready to walk past you. Like they will run you over if you don't move right? Have you ever had that experience? I know I have. And actually, at one point, somebody challenged me to do that at a mall. And I went from one end of the mall mall to the other doing that, just walking with termination. Nothing was going to stop me from getting to where I was going to get to. And it was funny and kind of fun to see people just getting out of my way and letting me pass. I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to say, excuse me. I I was just walking and people were moving out of my way, right? So when we are talking about how to commit, I want you to keep that image in mind. What does that person have that allows them to move forward in such a way that the obstacles actually move out of the way instead of them having to move them, right? And the first thing is a focused determination, a focused determination. This person that is walking with that determination, they know where they're going. They know where they want to get to. And they are going to get there. So they are focused on where they want to go. They know exactly where that destination is. And they are determined to get there. And they're not looking at anything. They're not letting anything sidetrack them or distract them. They're fully and completely focused. So that focused determination is the first thing we need to have when we commit. So what is it that you want to get to? What is that destination? that you are committing to getting to, that you are determined to reach, that you're not going to let anything get in the way of you reaching and you getting there, right? When you can decidedly state, okay, this is where I'm going to get to, then you have the ability to focus and to home in on whatever it is that you're deciding and that you're committing to reaching. Right. So that is the first thing you need focused determination and that focus requires knowing what your destination is. And if you're unsure about how to decide what that destination is, how to get to that point where that destination is compelling and pulls you forward and gives you the energy and the drive to focus and to move forward, then go on to marciamaro.com and schedule a 30-minute talk, and I will help you figure it out in that 30 minutes. But you need to know what that destination is, and you need to be focused and determined to get there, right? Like, that is the very first thing.
the second thing you need in order to fully commit is to give yourself a runway. And I talked about runways a little bit last week, but let me explain why runways are so important. If I said, you know what, I'm going to build a business, but you know what, it's whatever. I'll build it at some point. I have time. I'll just, I'll get there someday. <laughs> Am I going to be able to have that focus determination? Am I going to be able to really condense time and get that goal or that destination reached within the scope of where it's really going to serve me and others? No, it's, it's, it's probably not even going to happen. Because if I just leave it to whenever, then whenever is going to come and go. Whenever, someday, they're not really on the calendar. They don't really happen. But if you give yourself a runway, if you give, give yourself a space within which that gets to happen, then that is going to change your focus and it is going to change your determination. Now, the key to having an effective runway is to make it as short as possible. I'll say that again. The key to having an effective runway is to make it as short as possible. Now think about this. And I'm saying as short as possible, and I'm going to explain in a minute. But if you have a runway that is really, really long, that is going to give you all the time in the world to dilly-dally, if you are, think about a plane taking off, right? If that plane had 50 miles, I don't even know how long a real runway is, but let's say, <laughs> I don't know, had an infinite distance, right? The pilot could just, uh, let's just mosey on down at 10 miles an hour. We'll get there eventually. But there's urgency in that pilot reaching the speed that they need in order to take off because they know that the runway is only long enough to get them to that speed and maybe a little bit more. So they know that if they don't do what they need to do, if they don't accelerate their speed, if they don't focus on that acceleration, they're going to run out of runway and there's going to be a big crash, right? So how do you know? Because they don't make the runways so short that they don't have enough space to build up the speed, right? They know how long it needs to be. So how do you know how long your runway needs to be? So here's the suggestion, right? When you are committing to a destination, when you know, okay, this is the destination that I'm committing to, I'm, accept I'm accepting no other option, I'm not stopping until I get there. Think about how long you think it would take. Maybe do a little research and see how long it took other people to get there and make a decision about how long you think it will take you to get there. So let's say that you're trying to lose some weight. Let's use that as an example. And let's say that you're wanting to lose 20 pounds and you start doing your research and they tell you that the healthy rate of losing weight is about a pound a week, right? If you're really determined to lose the weight. So about a pound a week, you need 20 weeks. 20 weeks is how many months? Five months, right? So you set yourself a runway of five months to lose the, the 20 pounds right? But then you ask yourself, okay, what would happen if I was really, really focused and really determined, and I could turn those five months into two and a half months? How can I do that? What can I do to help me get to that same destination 
in half the time. Would you find some options? Would you find some ideas? I'm betting you would. I'm betting you would. So what would happen if you took that initial runway that you gave yourself and you cut it in half? That would force you to accelerate faster. That would force you to be more resourceful. That would force you to put more speed and more determination and more focus into what you're doing. So that is how you set yourself an effective runway. You do the research, you think about it, you plan and you plot and you're like, okay, it's going to take most people a year to get this done. But what would happen if I did it in six months? So I'm going to set myself a runway for six months. Now, let me clarify something. Don't be unhealthy and don't be stupid. <laughs> right? Don't do anything that's going to harm yourself and others. But for most of our destinations, for most of the things that we really want to accomplish in life, for most of those things that we really, really want to do and that we are committing to doing, we give ourselves too much time. And that is part of the reason why we don't reach those destinations, because we give so much time to the task that by the time we start working on it and we start getting ready to get ready and we start doing all these things, other stuff gets in the way. But if we shorten that runway, if we condense the time, then we don't have time to waste. We have to be focused. We have to be determined. We have to do the thing. We can't put it off until tomorrow. We can't keep thinking it's going to happen at some point. We have to get to work. Feet to the ground. Get going. Yes? So that is how you set yourself an effective runway. Think about what you think it's going to, how much time you think it's going to take you, and then cut it in half. And then ask yourself every day, what will it take for me? to make progress towards this goal so that I can reach it within my runway. Every day, as often as you can, ask yourself that question. What will I have to do to make progress in the direction of achieving this or reaching this destination in the time that I have allotted myself? And the more you ask yourself that question, the more your brain is going to find and produce answers for you, right? The third thing is there's no back door. There's no back door. And this goes back to the burning of the boats. Let me refresh your memory on the story in case you're not familiar with it or in case you haven't heard it in a while. So there's this chief, I think is how I heard it, that wants to take over uh, an island. And he has his army that he's taking to the island to take over the island. And when they reach the coast, when they reach the, the beach at that island, he has the soldiers burn the boats. Because now that they burned the boats, they can't go back. So they have no choice but to take the land. They have no choice but to win. So when you're burning the boats, that is a symbol of not giving yourself other possibilities, of not giving yourself the alternative, the alternative to go back, of not giving yourself any excuses or any reasons to go back to where you were, to revert back to your original state. It's not having a back door. It's having to go through that door that is in front of you and not being able to turn back, right? So when we are committing, we are eliminating all other possibilities, all back doors, all other options until we get to that destination. Now, let me clarify. That doesn't mean that if you are hitting yourself against the wall, hitting your head against the wall by trying a certain strategy that is not working, that you can't try another strategy. What is important is not the route. 
What is important is the getting to that destination. And I say that all the time. So if you're committed to the destination, even if you have to climb over boulders, go over bridges, to get detours, turn the, the, I don't know, go around a roundabout. There's tons of roundabouts in Florida. I don't know if there's roundabouts where you're at, but anyway, um, do whatever you need to do. You're going to get there right? So that doesn't mean stick to doing the same thing that you've been doing that hasn't been working. That means be open to understanding that you might need to change the strategy or the tool, but the destination stays fixed. The destination doesn't change. You're still committed to getting there. So no back door means that you're not turning back. You're not going back to, oh, well, it wasn't so bad. You're not going back to being stuck in the same place where you the same space where you were you're not going back to the way things used to be you're just, just going to move forward and forward might mean a little sideways and around but you're still moving in the general direction of reaching that destination and there's no back door you burnt the boats you can't go back to the other island you have to take the land you have to take it over you have to win you have to conquer there's no other option. Yes. And then finally, one of the things that helps with commitment is building accountability around that commitment, right? And let's be honest, right? Accountability is internal. Nobody else can hold you accountable for something. You hold yourself accountable. But there are things and elements that help us um, elevate the accountability that we have in the commitment that we're making. And there's four that, no, three that I want to talk to you about today. The first one is make your environment suitable to reaching that commitment. Make your environment environment suitable to reaching that commitment. What do I mean by that? In the example of losing weight, if I have cookies and ice cream and sweets and fried foods and bacon and all these things in the house, and I'm saying I'm committed to losing weight, how successful do you think I'm going to be? Hmm? I'm not building my environment to elevate my possibility of being accountable to this commitment. Does that make sense? Because I might still want to lose the weight, but I am not setting myself up for success. I'm setting myself up for failure, right? So when I do give in, what's going to happen is my level of accountability is going to suffer and therefore my trust in myself is going to suffer. And therefore I'm either going to give up or take considerably longer to get to where I want to get to. So if I set my environment up for success, whatever my my destination might be, then I'm able to hold myself accountable to a higher standard at a higher level because now my environment is supporting my destination and my commitment. Does that make sense? So check your environment, whatever your destination gets to be, and start removing the things that might not allow you to live up to the accountability that you're holding yourself to. Does that make sense? The second thing is resources. Look at your resources and see what resources you have in place that might help you move forward faster and what resources do you lack that you might need to start building in order to get to that place, right? When you have the resources at your disposal and you know they're there, then that changes your perception of how you're going to get there. Have you ever been in a position where you're like, okay, I would love to do this, but I don't have the money right now. Or I would love to do this, but I really don't have the time. Or I would love to do this, but I don't have you fill in the blank with whatever resource that might be, right? When you are in that position where you're like, I would love to do this, but I don't have this. 
then that takes away your power to become fully committed and to hold yourself accountable to get there. But when you look around and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And these are the resources I have available that are already in place to help me. These are the resources I still could use or need. And this is how I'm going to go about getting those resources. Then suddenly you can relax into moving forward and into working towards that commitment. Because there's no external thing that you lack that is going to become an excuse for you to not move forward, right? So check your resources. And you're, you have more resources than you think, right? So check your attention. Check your treasures, your money, your material things. Check your talents, your skills, and your abilities. And check the people around you that can support you, that can help you in moving forward. And make a list of the things that are already there in place to help you move forward. The things that would be nice to have moving forward and see how you can start elevating those resources. And that is going to help you hold yourself accountable. And then finally, 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 there's a wonderful book by Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan called It's Who Not How, Who Not How. So we focus so much on how are we going to do how are we going to get? How are we going to elevate? How are we going to reach this destination? How are we going to fill this commitment, right? The reality of it is that how is usually the wrong question. Who is a better question? So look around and see who is in your sphere that has already reached the, des the destination that you want. Who is in your sphere that can help you take some things out of your plate or off your plate so that you have more time and more energy and more focus to move forward? Who is in your circle or your sphere of influence or your sphere, your, your inner circle, right? That can give you some tools or some support to move forward. Who might be in your sphere that has some of the, those resources that you're missing and might be able to help you and support you with some of those resources. So ask yourself who. Somebody's out there who knows what to do. Somebody's out there who has the resources you want. Somebody's out there that has already achieved what you want, what you're working towards, what you're committing to. So check for others. And once you have the who's in place, that elevates your accountability because not only are you going to then be accountable to yourself, right? But you're going to feel a sense of accountability towards those people because now they're watching you. Now they're like, okay, I lent you this resource. What are you doing with it? And they might not be thinking about it, but you're going to be thinking that they're thinking that, right? And you want to elevate your accountability even more? Tell people what you're committing to. Tell people what you're committing to. And that way, every time you see the people that you've told what you're committing to, you're going to have a little sense of, ooh, am I getting closer? What am I going to tell them? If they ask, what am I going to say? How am I going to prove that I'm getting there? And that level of, they know, is going to help elevate your accountability, right? So let's recap a little bit. When we are committed, committed to a destination, when we are committed to reaching something, there's no back door. There's no way around it. There's no other option. This is the only option. This is what we're doing. And it brings us certainty because we know that this is what we're doing one way or another. It doesn't matter how many times we have to change the route. It doesn't matter how many times we have to regroup, re regroup, <laughs> regroup and get started again. It doesn't matter how many times we have to hit the snooze button for a second, recharge and then keep going. We are going to get there because we are committed to get there. 
right? A commitment is not a goal. It's not a wish or a desire. It's not a choice. It is the only option. It is a firm, not just firm, the firmest decision you're making. And it is certain that you're going to get there because you're not allowing for any other possibility. This is it. This is what you're doing. And to elevate your commitment, you need to know what your destination is. You need to know where you're going. You need to be focused in a determined way. This is where I'm going and I'm determined to get there, right? You need to give yourself a runway and make it as small as possible, right? You need to burn the boats. There's no other option. And you need to put elements of accountability in place so that you can hold yourself accountable to doing what you need to do. Now, there's a reality to all of this. There's going to be pressure in the process and we get to embrace that pressure. Without pressure, and this is, I know it's corny, and I know it's cliche, but <laughs> diamonds cannot be formed without pressure. And the same thing is true of your best and highest self. It cannot be created. It cannot come to be without pressure being in place. So instead of trying to release the pressure, and instead of trying to feel at ease in the process, embrace the pressure. And in fact, if possible, bring more pressure in. Tell more people. Put more money into it. Put more resources into it. Make it so that it hurts if you don't get there. And that is going to elevate your commitment. And I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear, but that's the way it works. Now, in order to get to that next level, remember I was talking about the who, not how. One of the elements of who is having someone on your corner that is going to challenge you, but that is also going to support you. That is going to give you the guidance to support the accountability that you need in order to move forward and in order to do the thing that is going to help you define these things like what is really your destination and what are the steps that you get to take in order to move towards that destination that is going to help you not give up on yourself and that is going to be there as your cheerleader but also as someone who challenges you to look beyond what you are looking at and that someone is a good coach or mentor if you need one I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. I'm here to guide you. I'm here to elevate you. I'm here to give you the tools and the strategies and the guidance that you need in order to reach that destination and to keep your commitment to yourself. So head on over to marciamaro.com. Schedule that free 30-minute conversation in which we will define your destination and then we will see what needs to happen moving forward. If it makes sense, I am going to invite you to join one of my programs because that is the way that I get to serve you, right? But if it doesn't make sense, I'm going to tell you too. I'm going to tell you, you know what? This is not what you need. And I might give you some suggestions and other things that can help you, but I will be completely honest with you. So go to marciamara.com. There's a button. There's tons of buttons where you can use, but there's one right at the top and the upper right-hand corner. There's one right above the fold. You can just click a button and it's going to take you to my calendar so you can schedule a 30-minute conversation with me completely free, no obligation. We're going to get you ready for that commitment. Remember, there's only seven weeks left of the year and we don't want to start 2024 in the same space that we started 2023. We want to advance as fast as possible. So head on over to marcimara.com, schedule that call. And in the meantime, if this has been helpful to you, if it has been of value, share it with other people. Make sure that you're subscribing, hitting the notification bell, and sharing it with others. Add comments, add questions. I'm here for you. And I will see you next week on Sincerely Speaking. Bye.